Welcome back to another episode of Ponder Rock. I'm your host, Nicholas Rodriguez Fernandez. I'm Dylan Mode. Alright, so before I want to get into today's topic of Dylan Mode. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I was like, Dylan, I don't know. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't say my name right. My name's too long to even, like, to even Nicholas Rodriguez, Rodriguez Fernandez. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What are you so I have a quick of story before we get into. That's the best way to start, I think. It's the hook. Yeah, but I don't think it's connect. Oh, I can probably find a way to connect it to the topic, but it's all, I don't think it's really that connected. Um. So yesterday, I almost died. Awesome. Yeah. Or, I mean, it could be awesome. We'll, For, see. well I didn't. So I don't think that's awesome. I died because I didn't die. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No. Well, also, I, congratulations, because if you're on episode two, you made it. Past episode one. <laughs> that means you're officially... A listener. A little bit more than interested. <laughs> and we just lost you immediately with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I'm like watching a show and I get to episode two... To me, that's when I'm like, okay, now I have to finish. Yeah, so it's like, you know what? You, like you hooked me. The pilot yeah. is just like the taste. Right. But when you start episode two, you're like, this is this is a journey now. Th- this is like, the, you're like, like I, want, ha- I want a second taste. Of yeah, exactly. Like, this isn't just a taste anymore. This is something I'm going to consume entirely. Yeah. I, I Like, my thing is like, if you watch three episodes of a show and you like it, then you keep watching it. For you, it's three? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's for me, at least. Because the first three episodes. Because the yeah. first one's just set everything up. The second one is just... Yeah. To try and get the ball rolling, and I, the third one, the ball should be rolling. I think it was Daredevil that gave me that, like, instinct. Mm-hmm. Because after that hallway fight, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that That still might have been, like, one of the best parts of season one. And it was on the second episode. That's one of the best parts of the MCU. Of the show. Yeah. Of the MCU. The, the whole MCU. MCU. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the best true. parts. One of the best, like, superhero moments. But yeah, story. So yeah, so I almost died. <laughs> I'm glad that was brushed off immediately. <laughs> story of my life really. oh my gosh <laughs> no i was leaving i was leaving starbucks and there's this guy in a, in a big old van big old car and i'm just there waiting like to like go into the lane or whatever yeah and he's just looking at me, he's making like these crazy faces like oh, no 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 you're not gonna pass me ha 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 i'm like what the heck? i just started like what is this guy doing i started laughing because and he starts like good it was like watching the joker in person <laughs> Like the movie, the Joker. I've never any oh, yeah, Joker. You haven't seen it yet. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, sadly. That one is like. But from the trailers, <laughs> sure, we could say it's like that. So whatever. The person behind me is kind enough to let me go. So I'm like, all right, awesome. So I go. The per- the weirdo, the Joker, <laughs> the Joker. He goes onto the left lane, and I stay in the right lane, or whatever. And then we we match up together, and I just look at him because I'm like, no, he can't be that crazy. And then he, I look at him, and he's looking at me. He starts laughing, and then I see his hands like trying to swerve into the, into my lane, like, into my car. So I swerved all the way to the right. And he just kept doing that for, like, two other times until, like, I ba- I broke hard, and he just zooted away. What the heck? So that was yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. Yo! What else? <laughs> the world just can't get enough. I survived. You know those I survived books? I, I would be in there now. Yeah. You've, heard, you've probably been the star of, like... <laughs> Most of them, to be honest. But. If there's not one year that passes by that an attempt of my life has not been attempted. Not one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
But yeah, so that happened yesterday. And I was like, good grief. <laughs> when can I get a break? When, Lord, when? Wait, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. All right, so so here's the topic of conversation that I thought would be perfect for for you and this show. Okay. Being that it was legitimately thought of of thought of like the idea was con- the con- the conception of the idea of the topic was at my Ponda Rock. Okay. I was rocking around with um, my childhood uh, best friend Austin. Yeah. And he he looked at me as like, what type of like if we were like characters in a book. <laughs> What, what characters would we be in, like, Austin? The last time I read a book was Green Eggs and Ham. So I think you have to... <laughs> you have did to you read me... The Great Gatsby? Oh, no, I'm, I'm making a joke, but yeah, you, not like... Like, you didn't actually read it? Spark Notes. Uh, <laughs> no, like, they, I read books in high school and stuff like that. I think the last book I... Well, the last time I read a book... It was Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did the Spark Notes for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's too long for me. No characters. Uh, Sam I am. <laughs> I just watch a TV show. The character of Sam I am. Full character analysis. Pretty much. No. Um. The last time I, re- I think the last time I passionately read a book, wasn't because I was passionate about the books. Because I was passionate about the girl that wanted me to read the book, and so like that was like 2016, 2017. Okay. So that was the last time I read a book that I actually read. Yeah. Around that time, like 2017. Okay. Um, so I, I'm like, dude, I have no idea. You, you kind of need to be more clear with me. And he's like, well, if I, like the first thing that came to his mind is like, you, you, there's just one thing that reminds me of Holden from Catcher to Ride that reminds me of you. I'm like, what? Uh oh. Yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, well, you get, you'll get mad at something and then be depressed about it later. I'm like, the is, one thing I have. Isn't that how things go in general? <laughs> But he looked at me. That's not really like a character trait. Yeah, but That's I just look, like I looked at him like something the, that happens. The normally. one thing, the one thing you could connect me to, to catch her in the rye is depression. <laughs> like I guess I'll take it, sure, but but it led to this because I forgot how it is, and then he, yeah, because he he kept it's a good book. No, it is. I I like I remember enjoying it in high school. I just don't remember anything from it. Mm-hmm. But he, I uh, he read it, and then I so I was asking, well, it. Isn't Catcher right? Because what you told me is like losing your innocence. A little. That's like part of it. Because no book will just tell one story. There's like a bunch of things. Well, like yeah, that. but like, like, like the main thing with Holden, like at least that's what Austin told me when he read. Like, like the whole book is about like the the loss of innocence. I don't know. I wouldn't say that's the main thing. I would say, like, character is definitely like the main thing about the book. Holden's character is definitely the main thing about the book. So. Right. When I read it in high school, what we did in class was psychoanalyze him. Mm-hmm. So that might not be like the main thing in the book, but that's like the main thing I always think of. Right. Because it's just, oh yeah, like how does Holden show, you know, like a sign of displacement in this scene? Or like right. how does he show regression in this scene? So like a displacement mm-hmm. is when you like beat something physically because of how angry you are. Okay. And then regression, an example of regression would be like, if you get into fetal position, and you start like sucking your thumb, um, you're like going back to how you were, like when you were in the womb. Really? Yeah. It's like some, it's like a deep uh, connection there. Okay. With like personality. And yeah, we talked about like ego and super ego and Uh stuff like that. 
Okay. So that's... I just think of, like, Freud, pretty much. Like... <laughs> like, I... We learned about Freud while uh-huh. we were reading Catcher in the Rye yeah. in high school, so I kind of connect them together, even if they're not really, like, that connected. Well, but in terms of, like, the narrative, I guess you could say... Well... Loss of innocence, yeah. Okay. Now, for... I know. But they might not. What's Freud? <laughs> Freud? Sigmund Freud? Yeah. He was the guy who pretty much came up with psychoanalysis okay yeah so but this brought a an interest an interesting conversation to me because i looked at austin like mm-hmm. how would you define innocence how would i define innocence? well i asked him in in the first oh, his, okay. his, fir- his first instinct was to ask me do you want to, def- to define to you as though you were a kid <laughs> or <laughs> or would you want me to define to you as as an adult like you know as someone with our mind <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was trying to figure out so like like I asked him yeah it's like okay well explain to me first as all we're a kid okay and he's like well you know that the world is anything you want it to be and you know like you have like this imagination of how the world is and how everything is like and that you could do anything you wanted okay and when you're older it's more so like oh I know about all the bad stuff that's when you don't have innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 basically, like, you know, like, oh, you don't know about the bad stuff in the world yet. Yeah. I, I, I always took innocence as though, like, you don't, like, I, because I looked at him, I'm like, well, I think Dylan's is innocent. Not because, that's not, because I see innocence as though, like, you don't do these things. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm innocent, really, because I, I agree with, like, the, you don't know about, like, the bad stuff. Which, okay. like, obviously I do. I just choose to, you know, like, still be... I, st- I still carry a lot of the things that I had when I was innocent. Because, yeah. like, I know... Uh, to me, they're valuable. Right. So, like, some childish... Th- like, some things about me that someone would call childish, I guess. I, like... That's innocent. That's important to me. It's yeah. imp- It's important to maintain those things to me because, you know, there's... I think there's value in innocence and... Um, even though I'm not innocent anymore in certain aspects, like just in general, I guess. Cause yeah. usually you say you're innocent to like a certain thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like obviously like sex is the, like, that's like one of the main things. Well, yeah. Like sex, drugs, yeah. alcohol, death, murder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, death and murder, I guess, are like people die in cartoons. No, they die in cartoons, but like to to yeah, you to you like they don't they it's not like a death. It's not like yeah, oh my you God, learn, they're gone forever. You definitely learn about death like later on, or at least like a child. It's it's hard to explain what death is to to a kid. Yeah, to someone who's like really young. Yeah, I don't know. Like with me, I always took innocence as like when you when I say oh that person is innocent, not not to say that there's like an ignorance to them. Yeah, but to say that like that they're pure, they're wholesome. You know. I think you're confusing it with prude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's not. It's not. Uh, what I, about say? I don't think it's prude. I don't. I don't want to say prude. D- no, <laughs> I don't think it's prude. Simply because, like, because I feel when when I when someone is prude, I that's a that sounds like something like bad. That's a negative. Thing. Yeah, that's a negative connotation. Usually, that's something that people say. Wait a second. Oh my like, god, they're uh, so like a bad thing. Yeah. But like I don't know. To me, I don't see it as that much of a bad thing cuz really? I guess I am prude. <laughs> <laughs> you are. 
Yeah. Because, like, I know of these things that happen. I just choose... You don't partake? Not to partake in them, yeah. Like, like you're the only person I've seen that really, like, pushes hard on not doing any of these things at all. Yeah. And, like, nothing has changed from high school till now. Because, like... It's not even, like, I'm trying not to. It's just I don't... Well, like, for example... Well, like, like, what I mean is, like, for example, like, last... The other night... Yeah. We went out, and then we also went out, like, for food and drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone had a drink, <laughs> except you. You're like, I'll have the water thing. That's you. just because I don't drink, though. I know, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, it's, it's an oddity to see. Okay. Because it there's not many people that... Because, you know, you, there are people that are like, yeah, I don't drink, but I'll have, like, a drink when I go out. Like, me. We're like, I won't really drink unless, like, I'm out with people and I'm socializing and stuff like that. Then yeah. I'll have a drink. Yeah. And there are just people that are like, I don't drink. And I'm one of those. People. Yeah, I know, but that's what like that's what I'm saying. Like I, I like to me like I don't see many of that with our age. Yeah. Not that's a bad thing. It, it's a it's it's interesting, really. Okay. I mean, it's hard for me to see as like an anomaly, just because that's well, that's my your life. life. Yeah. That's that's literally how you see it. But like for example, like yeah, I don't know. I just I guess if you wanted to get like my explanation or my view on it, it's just in my experience, I haven't really seen any positive things come out of you know let's, let's say like drinking for yeah. example yeah so I, I'm, my mentality is just like well it doesn't taste good it like makes you it does taste good sometimes i've never really had a good like i've tried you should have had the drink we had last night that was really good <laughs> <laughs> like i like uh you know i like piña colada for example right and but you know you don't have to put alcohol in it and of course it probably tastes better when it's not there so have you had a frosé a frosé it's a it's a frozen rosé do you know what rosé is it's like a wine yeah 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 no i have that, that's what we had last night yeah <laughs> no. that was good i mean i don't know maybe i'll try it but i'm probably not gonna no yeah but like like i'm not saying it's a bad thing nor nor yeah. nor do i like i'm just saying i guess in my understanding the taste doesn't really have to do with the alcohol anyway. It's just more so like... You could get a drink that tastes like that, huh. that's alcohol-free. Right. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's just, like, no real reason to, to drink it. other than for, like, social reasons. Yeah. Uh, or at least, like, reasons that I think are, like, valid. Fair enough. That's fair. Because, you know, I, I know that some people are like, oh, yeah, I love to get drunk. Like, it's so fun. That I never understood. Like, why, why do you want to, like, puke? Lord of Place. Why do like, you want I just that's like one of those things that I'm like I don't understand it but I guess like I have to respect it cuz you know like that's a lifestyle I guess so like I To know. me like my thing is like I do whatever you want I don't care just yeah. as long as you're able to get up the next day and continue doing what yeah. you have to do. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you're if you're a responsible drinker, mm-hmm. stoner, whatever <laughs> you're not there's so many other stuff out Nymphomania? there Nymphomania <laughs> sure that too you know be responsible and all that stuff but yeah. it like it's just it, it's weird my bad let me let me take it about it's not weird it's 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 an odd seeing something because for me at least when mm-hmm. I when Austin and I were having that, that conversation for example yeah. I said well if anything I feel I'd be the complete because what he told me the breaking of innocence yeah. If that was the whole thing, if holding this thing was to contain the innocence... Like, he's trying to hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah. If that's what it is, then I... In high school, I was the complete opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Where I've noticed that almost every person that would become my friend would start cursing a lot more. 
we started making more vulgar jokes, more uh, dark humor kind of jokes, and you know, like it'll be there'll be less in it, and they will say that they were less, they were more innocent before than they are now. Yeah. So that's why I always took that until more recently, where I feel like I've done like a full reversal, where I'm like I'm trying to like be more innocent, I guess, yeah. or trying at least to be more innocent. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not, but, like... Or it's it's not really that you're trying to be innocent. Because I think that's, like, not really a good thing. That's, like, what Holden tried to do. Like, he gets a prostitute, but then, like, he wants to talk to her. And, like, like that's what happens. And do you remember that scene? Like, he's in the hotel room, he calls a prostitute. Oh, my God. And instead of, like, doing anything, he's just like, no, I just want to talk. What a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. That's, like, the... That's where it gets, like, problematic, I would say. But what I understand you're trying to do is just pretty much like me, except not that crazy. Like, I'm... Not that extreme, I guess. Well, I'm just trying to... Yeah. Because you find find some things about childhood to be valuable. And you, you know, you still want to keep those things in your life. Of course. Like, I'm just just not trying to push so hard on, like... Because I feel like... Well, I'm not going to say everybody... Clearly, you're the complete opposite of that. No, I don't. But like, but like, a majority of people, like you know, like they go through this edgy phase in their life where, like, yeah, I I mean, if it's like, if it's taboo, they'll like start doing that more often. Just because it's like, oh, like yeah, like cursing and like, oh yeah, like you know, stuff like that. I don't know. To me, like sex jokes. To me, cursing. Like when people started cursing, which for me was like, probably in like sixth grade. Really? Yeah. Like, it was, like, a, the summer between 5th and 6th grade is, like, a hard transition into cursing for everyone, for some <laughs> And when everyone started cursing, uh-huh. it just seemed, like, super ridiculous to me. Because I still saw all my classmates as kids. And, yeah. you know, obviously now when you look at a 6th grader, you're still going to think, yeah, that's a kid. Yeah, that's a child. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I just kind of cringed at it. I was just like, why are you doing this? Like, you, you think you're saying things that are cool. But, like, it's not... It's not coming out in, like, as cool of a way that they think it is. Right. Yeah. They're trying to be like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm an adult. I understand everything now. Like, I'm not innocent anymore, I guess you could say. Yeah. But... It's like, yeah, it's like, I want to be mature. mature. To me, that's what was very loudly being said. Like, all those things. Like, yeah, I'm mature. Yeah, 100%. And I'm just like, are you, though? Yeah, (laughs) because every one of the times, they're like, yeah, we're so close to eighth grade. Sometimes we're almost adults. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Well, that, and that's also the age where people start saying, like, oh, you are an adult already, you know, like, you're in middle school, you're a young adult. Shut the fuck up. That's a, that's a <laughs> fucking lie. Young adult my ass. Honestly, I just, I don't know. I enjoyed, I know you always say, like, oh, yeah, like, you should have started dating in high school. And I should have, probably. Yeah, 100%. But at the same time, I got four extra years of just being a kid, which was just fun. Like, I didn't really have that many worries or anything, or... I guess junior year I kind of did, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know, like, I I didn't care about staying as a kid for a while. Because yeah. the thing with you, because with, with that thing, yeah, you didn't... You went from being a kid to being an adult. There was no teenager period for you, really. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, I just... <laughs> I guess, you didn't, you didn't have I, guess I didn't see the value in, like, the teenage... In the, Stereo- teenage years? the stereotypical teenage things. Like, I did like, uh-huh. you know, like, going to your house 
or like yeah. your old rec room or whatever. Yeah, that's teenage stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like their Friendsgiving. I would yeah. say that's like a teenage. That, yeah. That's pretty adult, actually. Well, like at the time, because I remember we, because we, we did it first, and then a couple of days after we did it, because we posted on Instagram, another group of people that we know did it. Yeah. And they called it the same thing. Not, not to say that that's like an original name or anything like yeah. that. But it's just like, oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's. It, it was, it was, it was again, our attempt of trying to so be we, so adult. Like, yeah, like, we didn't start it, but we started it. <laughs> well, out of the people we know, we started it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, with, at least, like, with you and cursing, because, for example, like, I was listening to a show that I used to do with uh, another friend of ours, uh, Danny Mendoza, while yeah. back in high school, which was mm-hmm. supposed to be... Yeah, I already know where this is going. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was supposed to be the vulgar version of comic book time. Yeah. The rauncher, explicited version of Competent. Yeah. Um, we we were uh, we did an episode with Matt where yeah. we saw Split, and I forgot how we even got to this conversation. But yeah, you started talking about me, and you were like, "Oh, Dylan." Matthew was like, "Oh, Dylan does curse," you know. Well, because because just... him and I talked about like yeah. earlier that day. I was like, dude, I've never heard Dylan curse. Like, you've been friends with him for a while. Yeah, he he's just like, like, yeah. Like, yeah. what? Wait, what has he said? Damn. <laughs> Damn, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Damn is not a curse word. If you can see it on Cartoon Network, it's not a curse word. <laughs> and then he also said, like, oh yeah, I said, he also said it in quotes and stuff, which is true. But that's just because it was like part of the Arnold accent phase that I had. Because I got like super into Arnold Schwarzenegger in yeah. seventh grade, and I just started like quoting him all the time. So, so if he cursed, so, sometimes I'd like just. Yeah, but what curse would you say? Because I, I know you won't say fuck. I know you won't say ass, or asshole, or I mean, like any of that stuff. You can though. ride an ass into Egypt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It's just not part of my vernacular. Vernacular. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually about to say that word, and I was like, oh, he probably doesn't know what it means. But <laughs> you have so little faith in me. Like, you think I must be so fucking dumb? Holy shit! I know words, man. Okay. Just not all the just not all the words. I I know a good amount. I know vernacular. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's just not other big words. It's just not part of like my style. I Fair. Guess. I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't come to me naturally. To me, cursing is just. I guess I think of cursing in the same way Jerry Seinfeld thinks of cursing. Because there was an episode of Comedians in Cars. I forgot which one it was, but I think it was. It might. Don't quote me on this, but it might have been the Eddie Murphy one, and he was like. No, wait, that, it wasn't the Eddie Murphy one. It was... I forgot which one it was. But the, It was one of them. Yeah, it was. I think it was a guest asking him if he could curse. I think it was either... It might have been Dave Chappelle or... Um, it sounds like some Dave Chappelle would say. Or, um... What's his name? Bill Burr. Barack Obama. No. <laughs> it was definitely one of the comedians that... The cursing is, the, is... Yeah, like, cursing is part yeah, of their yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, it makes them funnier. It's, par- it's probably Dave Chappelle. And it's true. Because I think cursing, like, the main thing I think of when it comes to cursing is just, you know, the the, the, the humor aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like AVGN. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes it funnier. It, it, it enhances the humor. Exactly. But, because, um, like, it's just these outlandish yeah. words. It's like. But Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld funny. doesn't really curse. And when you curse on his shows, like, he actually bleeps it. But sometimes he says, oh, yeah, like, sometimes, though, like, pretty much what we just said, mm-hmm. comedy can or um cursing can like enhance the comedy so yeah like uh eddie murphy said like 
every bad word pretty much in that episode. In one special. In that episode. And okay. I, I think it was like a different episode where they say the original thing in, like the cursing, like where they talked about that. Because yeah. I was just noticing by myself, like, oh, Eddie Murphy is cursing a bunch and like he's not even bleeping it. So I guess, you know, if it, if it adds to the humor, which it did, it was funny, then, you know, Jerry Seinfeld's like, oh yeah, that's good. Maybe right. Keep it in. So, but yeah, that's, I don't know. I feel like the more I've learned about Jerry Seinfeld, the more I'm like, that's like my type of comedian, I guess. Because he's very unapologetic. Which is like part of the fun, like to me that's like part of why it's funny. That's true. And he's also like, when, when he's bad at doing something, everyone always, always makes fun of him and he doesn't really care. <laughs> like how everyone says he's a horrible actor, which he kind of is. Like in Seinfeld, there are just scenes where he's just smiling the whole time because that was like the best take they could get. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, the, th- the thing that's so weird to me, that I, I, I think I was talking to Austin about this, like, the other day, I don't think there, there is going to be such a thing as innocence anymore. Because look at little kids today, like, they're, like, dressing up the same way as, pe- as we did when we were, like, in high school. Using the same words as we were in high school. Really? As I see it more often, like, on social media and stuff like that. Well, there are some kids that aren't innocent at a younger age. Yeah, but I see so. it happening more and more often because they're being given, like, iPhones and iPads yeah. from such a young age. Yeah, you'll see... I mean, it's also... I think it's also one of those things that you see more when you're an adult because you have that Maybe. sense of, like, oh, yeah, kids shouldn't be doing that. So mm-hmm. when you notice it, it really sticks out. And then you, since you start seeing it a lot... You're like, oh, dang, this happens a lot. Mm-hmm. But there are still a lot of kids that are innocent. Like, some of my cousins, I would say, are still innocent. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's, I'm just... I don't know. Like, I, I've seen, like, more kids, more and more kids, at least, like, you know, cursing and, like, either wearing droopy pants or girls wearing, like, <laughs> the, the tightest clothing. Pillowcases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it, it's, it's just, like, like... Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, like it, it's, it, it's to me, it's weird because we never grew up. Like, I, like, we're the last kids to really grow up normal. This is the thing I, that I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Or, not really that I don't understand, but, like, I think I disagree with you on this, though. Mm-hmm. Because I don't really think there is a definition of normal. And also, like, it's not just that. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm bringing it back to comedians and cars. Okay. <laughs> but right. I think it was an Alec Baldwin episode, because there are two of them. And yeah. I'm pretty sure one of them says to the other, like, oh, we were the last generation to have a childhood. And I was like, like, with my arms open, like, what about me? I had no, a no, 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 no. That, that's different. I, I don't mean, because everyone, of course, has a child. Or, no, no, that's... That's not what he said. I think he said we were the first generation to have a child. Either way, I was kind of like, well, like what is a childhood? To me, well, it's just when you're a child. Yeah, no, but that's not what I mean, though. Like, what I mean by that is, like, we were the last age to kind of grow up without the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. Yeah, that. yeah. Like, that, when I say normal, I mean the same way how our parents... Like, I would say we were kind of... We were actually the age... The transitional period. We, we were, like, the avant-garde. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I, okay. I, fully, I am fully aware of these big we words were, we, Yeah, we were, like, the transition generation. Because as the internet was growing, we grew up with it. Yeah. So when there came time... 
for people to come up with age restrictions and stuff. That was all made for us, pretty much. <laughs> like not I'm, even, man, because like well, YouTube was like like the wild west back. Oh then. yeah, YouTube, you could do anything. Yeah, at that time, yeah. Yeah, but with um, like with parental controls and stuff like that. Like on my lap, my first laptop was like an HP Dell or something like that. It was like a shared one yeah. that I had with my brother. Yeah. And my parents put like a certain amount of time we can be on it. So like I think from eight a.m. to eight p.m. was like the only time we could use it. Like I once nev- it hit eight p.m., we couldn't use it anymore. I never had that. Yeah. Uh, like the computer is just free to use. Yeah. From from whatever time period to whatever. Time I don't period. know. I guess my parents just designed it well because they also like set up little tabs for me. Yeah. To make it seem like, oh yeah, this is the funnest thing you can do on the computer. Well, yeah, like my like Sesame Street games and stuff like that. Sesame Street games? <laughs> yeah. Like the dope. Your parents loved you. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend was raised the same way, though. As you? Or? Well, as you. Oh, like, okay. I, I, don't, I don't think... Maybe Austin was raised the same way as me. But, like, I, a majority of people had age restrictions and stuff like that. I yeah. did. No, yeah, I remember Matthew. Um, he could... Like, video games, for yeah. example. He was able to play, like, whenever he wanted, pretty much. And he also didn't really have a brother that would want to play the same games he would. Right. Like, he just had his sister, which she wouldn't really, like... She, she, didn't, yeah. really, she didn't really care about, like, playing the, new, Ar- the new Arkham game or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. But with me, like, and Danny, mm-hmm. we both wanted to play the same stuff. So if it wasn't, like, a split-screen game, mm-hmm. which, you know, like, sometimes those were really fun, but... And I know Danny's going to disagree with me on this, but, like, I like single-player games more just because there's more... There's no split-screen. There's more freedom to it. Like, you just go somewhere else super fast. Like, you don't have to wait for someone. Yeah. And it's, like, the story is usually, like, way better in a single-player game. Yeah. It's just you and, like, all these other, like, fake people in a different world. But... Fake people. But, I don't know. I just say AI. I know what AI means. No, I know. (laughs) Okay. I was was saying fake people in, like, a... I don't know. But... So, like, with Skyrim, for example, we would have, like, two-hour turns. Like, that wasn't even our parents. We were just kind of like, yeah, we should just do this because... It's a lot easier. Like, we would limit ourselves because we saw value in that. Like, we would see... You know, like, sometimes I admit I would play a lot more than Danny. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet if Danny were here, he'd be like, oh, yeah, it's like the... It's like the the terrible thing about being the little brother that yeah. like the older brother takes advantage and like plays whatever he wants and like yeah that's why Danny had like a longer toy phase than I had because <laughs> you because you hog the damn computer like, for too long I would just be like already done with Arkham City like trying to do all the side missions and stuff and then Danny's like oh can I finish the story <laughs> there, there was <laughs> and I'm like hold on wait I'm about to finish like the Riddler side, trophies yeah. on the side of the map and he would just like keep playing with Star Wars. His brother action figure. But Danny actually filmed, like, toy adventures, and, like, he did, like, a Star Wars show called Star Wars Comedy Crack-Ups, and he was, like, all the characters. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty good, though. Like, it was funny. And well, funny back then or funny now? It's still funny. Is like, it? He, yeah, he did a bunch of super dumb things. Like, Obi-Wan was a talk show host, kind of, and he, like, sometimes he goes insane. I feel yeah. like something that actually would make now. <laughs> like, I don't know. As a parody. But, yeah, Danny had a good sense of humor. He still does. Yeah. But back then it was like it was more like your sense. It was of more humor. childish, yeah. and it was like more creative, I guess, because of that. Well, with me, like that was a mixture of like my childhood, because a lot, a lot of times I would just wake up, yeah, early in the morning, mm-hmm. go on YouTube, ten o'clock at night, 
I'm like, that's enough YouTube. Now watch. Now time to watch five movies back to back. That was my childhood. With like, <laughs> fall asleep in the first thirty minutes of the first one. Oh no! Oh no! No no really? no! Third one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you would stay up until like midnight, or longer. Is it? It's it. It was rare at the time for me to stay up past midnight, and yeah. if I ever did stay up past midnight. That's when, like, Adult Swim will be on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to be so scared of Adult Swim. I know, me too. It was I, like, I used to be like... It was like, oh, no, what is this new, like, unfriendly territory? <laughs> Why are they being so mean? What are all these words? What does that mean? That that robbed my innocence. <laughs> That's where the big boys go. Yeah, honestly. Like, since I couldn't see them, I'm like, oh, I guess we're going to watch this. Yeah. But, like, that like that was my childhood, basically. And, like, I'll make, like, little stop-motion adventures with my Legos and mm-hmm. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, like, I that, that was my kind of stuff. But, like, now, nowadays kids are TikTok-y. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I guess that's... I don't, like, I don't really like that. Like, yeah. when I have kids, or if I have kids, I probably wouldn't give them like such free range to use like a no, phone I, I told I, I told my girlfriend that if for whatever reason we get married and we have kids that bastard can have fucking flip phone 8th <laughs> grade flip phone fuck you no flip no phone. iPhone until like sophomore year really I would give them an iPhone in 8th grade just cause that's what I did well, but, uh, maybe cause that's the age dep- depending on how they are yeah, like, for me when I got an iPhone I was like no way I can finally play Jetpack Joyride like <laughs> That was my mentality. Like, I could download Angry Birds. Like, it's 99 cents. Like, maybe my mom will let me buy it. Really? Yeah. My thing with the iPhone was, oh, my God, I can now listen to music. This was before I was really into music. Yeah. And I could watch movies on the go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is cool, too. But, yeah, no one, re- no one ever really thinks, like, oh, my gosh, I can finally search up boob on Google Images. Well, there's some kids that are like that. Yeah. Like, like, that's, that's what, like, a red flag would be. Like, to me, that's when I'm like, okay. Yeah, but you're not going to know that. Your kid's not going to know, like, hey, do you search up no, boob like, today? That's when that's when you have to put, like, restrictions. Listen, something. in 8th grade, if, if, if the kid's in 8th grade and give him an iPhone, don't give him restrictions. Because he's going to start high school soon. Or yeah. she's going to start yeah. high school soon. So there's no point. The, whatever innocence is still in there is going to be lost in the next couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. You know, like, I don't know, man. Like, I know, I know middle school, I'm definitely going to give them a flip phone. Okay. In eight, in eighth grade, oh. freshman year, I'll, I'll I'll consider the iPhone. Yeah, I got an eighth. I got my first iPhone slash first phone in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Like I I did have a flip phone, but that was like a temporary phone that I had when I was going to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. by myself. So my dad was like, "Oh yeah, this was one of my old phones. Like just use it if you would need to call us or text us." So there wasn't really anything on that phone, but like that's all. Not even Tetris, do. solitaire. It was. It did have Tetris actually, <laughs> but it was like a. It was like a one minute trial. Yeah. So like you couldn't even yeah. like get that many points before it would just be like time expired. But I, I, I would. Like, oh. I would love that because I'm like, all right, let's do it again. <laughs> they also had like garage or yeah, it was garage. No, it was Guitar Hero. Guitar. Guitar Hero. Hero. Yeah. It was, wow. Uh, I was gonna say Garage Band or like Rock Band. Yeah, but it was Guitar Hero, and it was literally like, the first like. Twenty Man. seconds of, of Black Magic Woman <laughs> by, by Santana, and I was just like, "Oh!" And whenever I hear that song, I still just think of like the terrible audio coming out of that flip phone. <laughs> 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 I remember that, man. Yeah. Oh, so. fuck. 
Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't really care about having a phone, honestly, in eighth grade. Like, video well, games were like the main thing I cared about. Well, because about. like at the time, phones weren't what they, what they are now. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, like, I think in seventh grade, I had an iPod. Mm-hmm. And like an iTouch? Yeah, like an iPod touch and the button mm-hmm. in the bottom. Like that that was most I had and even then you couldn't really do much because it's not it's not like today where Wi Fi is everywhere. You can yeah. easily but get Wi Fi. You can still go on like YouTube with that, right? Not without Wi Fi. But didn't you connect to Wi Fi like ever? Barely. Oh. And if I if it's gonna go on YouTube if I if I'm at my house, yeah. I'm not gonna go on YouTube on iPod, I'm gonna go on YouTube on my computer. Yeah. Where the screen is yeah, That's true, stuff. that's true. You know? Oh like, my gosh. You just I feel like you just like brought back all How fun it was to just gather around the computer with friends <laughs> watch YouTube. and just like like we take turns like searching up a YouTube yeah. video. That was so fun. We, and sometimes like, I feel like maybe we did lose a little bit of innocence there, but you know, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> it was well worth it. Yeah, I feel like that was already at an age, at least for me, mm-hmm. where I was like mature enough to understand like okay, that's bad. Well, like for example, I, I or at least like I think it was sixth grade. I don't know. Yeah. Sixth grade or seventh grade when I when I was introduced to AVGN, mm-hmm. two thousand nine, whenever that was. Yeah, that's when I was introduced to AVGN. Yeah, and to me I was like, oh my god, that's a lot of words he's saying that I cannot repeat myself. It's really yeah. funny. Like I felt dirty watching the videos because yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, should I go? Yeah. You know, because we're raised Catholic, so for me I was like, should I go confess oh, to the priest? Like Super Mario Bros. Three. <laughs> That episode, when I first watched it, I was like, this is wrong. Like, I, I could never watch this episode again. I still haven't seen the episode again. Oh, really? I said, not, not even because of that. It's I just actually, like, I haven't gone around to I it. I actually haven't either. <laughs> you watch it again just to oh see. Oh, my gosh. That would be funny. It, now, now we'll be like, that's it? Yeah. But back then, it was like, oh, my god. Well, there was also, I remember at one point back then, there was, oh, my God. There was a game that, it wasn't in his game. It was a game that Screw Attack made. Yeah. That was like, you have to text and then whatever word popped up you had to text and then that whatever if you were able to shoot the text mm-hmm. uh, the your character would, sh- would shoot an enemy oh, really? remember what I'm talking about the, yeah, cookie, yeah. the cookie fighter I, whatever I kind of remember yeah, yeah. And, he, and he was like an unlockable character oh really and his special move was like if you got like the, it was like super mega death Christ. it was like oh my uh, yeah. god uh, yeah no when I, I remember when I was when first watched that I was like okay this is wrong I can't watch this one again yeah it's <laughs> Well, it, it, like, I remember it's just, like, that That was my introduction to, like, at that point, I feel like my innocence was already lost, being that, you know, yeah. Adult Swim kind of beat them to it, but honestly, like, at that point, it was, like, I don't know if I should be seen, like, I don't know if this is, like, okay, or, what, like, yeah. I was still so far, like, scared of, like, anything <laughs> that was, like, of that nature, because yeah. I didn't, you know, what the fuck is it, like... <laughs> yeah, it was definitely in high school when I feel... Like, I just completely understood. Like, that was, like, when I just understood, mm-hmm. like, dark humor and stuff like that. But I was just, like... I feel like, to me, that's... I f- well, you, you can be more creative with the limitations of, like, making it understandable for kids. Like, writing a story or, like, telling a joke. I don't know. That's... That, I was actually gonna, like, bring there, that well, up. For, I feel like jokes... There are some jokes that are definitely just, like, not for kids. It's like, so, yeah. stories. Yeah. But... Like, like, you know, movies make adult jokes sometimes. And then there are shows yeah. that are just purely for adults because, you know, yeah. there's certain things that you talk about and do that you just cannot be. Yeah. Like shows like Rick and Morty and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, for example, I think, like, one of the best examples of this is, like, some of the classic Cartoon Network shows. Yeah. And even, like, some of the last ones they came out with. Like, mm-hmm. not recently, but, like, from yeah. that we knew. Like, Chowder. Yeah. And even a regular show. Were, oh, yeah, regular show for sure. 
and the thing about you know like I remember with that show like they, they, they when they said crap on the show I was like what <laughs> that's illegal that's legal you can do that you can Is say that crap legal? I remember in one of the first episodes of Adventure Time, they played Seven Minutes in Heaven. And I was just like, what the heck? What is that? Like, as a kid, it's not really like a bad thing. Because yeah. you're just like, oh, they just go in a closet. Like, I wonder what they're doing. But as an adult, you're like, Jake and Lady Rannikor just had sex in that closet. <laughs> and now it's like, I don't know. To me, uh, like, a successful thing uh-huh. is enjoyable for By all. For as many people as possible, pretty much. Yeah. Like, like that also, like, to, in my eyes, mm-hmm. that also, like, measures success. Well, it's funny, okay, because it's funny you said that, because, well, let me, I'm going to finish the thing that I was trying to say before. The, the creative writer show. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd watch, like, you know, like, behind the scenes stuff, because mm-hmm. I, I always found him, like, very interesting. I always thought he was, like, a really good writer and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And he was saying, like, it's harder to write a show like this with trying to have like a humor that we will like and that they will like mm-hmm. but it tends to be better because you can just find creative ways to tell these jokes without yeah. saying these jokes yeah exactly and to and me that's just like isn't that just like smart don't you think it that's is smart and like it, i think it really shows that now he has a show on hbo max where mm-hmm. he can curse he can do yeah. whatever he wants and it's a funny show i think it's a good show but mm-hmm. it's not it's not as good it's as not as show. good yeah, it's not as good. It's not as, in- as entertaining. I, I think don't know. To me, that just kind of no. It's definitely not all the time, but it definitely proves that at least sometimes limitations can can enhance things. Well, that well, that's what I was gonna say. It's like I was listening to shockingly enough a Kevin Smith podcast. <laughs> um, actually, I have I have a a thing from that podcast where he was talking to this guy who owns a clothing company. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 makes like this streetwear kind of clothes and. It's, it's the bare minimum of supreme, basically. <laughs> like, if you're gonna get into that world, this is where you start, and the supreme is like where you end. Okay. Right. And so he was saying, he was saying this thing is like, for an artist, because he does art and graphic designs for the yeah. shirts and all yeah, so, yeah. so that's what makes it cool. It's not just a red logo. Right. <laughs> but um, he he was like talking about is like, for for you for the for whatever your art is. Yeah you determine on what's the success that that means. Mm-hmm. So if it means that it it's everyone enjoys it, great, that's successful to you. If one person enjoys it, that's successful that then yeah. that could be successful that's to you. True. That's true. So like it I, I think it depends and then there's there's even times where it's like I make stuff for myself. I, yeah. I don't care if somebody yeah, else does yeah. for me. That's true too. For so sure. like it, I think it just depends. I remember the first time I like one of the first times I played an original song of mine, with guitar half out tune, singing a key that doesn't even exist, <laughs> and like I still was able to have like an emotional impact with people, and like I I would have people like be teary eyed or cry or like come up to me like oh my god that was really meaningful that really was helping me with what I was dealing with now it's like yeah. oh, to me. With that alone, I succeeded already more in music than I ever had with movies. Yeah. Hence one of the reasons why I did that switch. Because yeah. of that early response to those songs. Yeah, but I feel like you never really presented your movie to an audience. Like, you never really got feedback on your movies to, like, well, like do I'll, a valid I'll, comparison. Well, I'll post stuff, like, on Instagram. Uh, not Instagram. My bad. YouTube. I'll post stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And then, obviously, you know, class presentations and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It was just... Well, yeah, but you didn't have all the... It's like George Lucas. Yeah. You didn't have all the technology. You could have 
I could have really enhanced it. Really created what I had in my mind. <laughs> Put it on screen. All the effects. Yeah, but so, like, e- even the movies I make now for, like, school and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Ghosted was really good. Like, really good. Go- really? That yeah. I was gonna... That was my favorite one out of all of them, probably. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, what, what was this one? Fuck. Ah. Uh, no, that wasn't it. <laughs> that's what you don't know uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's an a, indie film yeah. <laughs> and that's what you want to call it it was a long hard project I worked on <laughs> it wasn't the moon one right? no 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 yeah. the, it's the one before the, the one in the park oh yeah Trump. well that one was good just cause like that one was a different type of good cause that one was kind of just part of you mm-hmm. very personally yeah but it was showing on screen you moving on from something yeah and you know obviously for a first time viewer that's not going to really mean anything well for a lot of people it did mean something I but, guess so like, like a lot of people in the class like, like it, it connected to them yeah but I feel like there was definitely extra context for people that oh, yeah. know who you oh, are oh yeah if you, if you know who I am I put little stuff in there for like the the main group of people that know me and they yeah. see that they're like oh yeah that's it and the location and the sound effects and the voices and yeah the, yeah no and that hence why for me I feel like that like that was I'm still gonna think that's like the best movie I will make cause I've written multiple scripts and it's just you can't it's hard to get a group of people <laughs> to give a shit yeah to make it I don't know to me Ghosted was I think the your most successful one just because if you're sitting down you have no context whatsoever it starts Mm -hmm. and then everything is given to you just through that like you get all the emotion Mm -hmm. you get all the character you get like everything is just there and you understand it immediately like you know the pain he's going through well for for those that don't know i'm still in school and uh i'm taking film classes and every semester we have to make a bunch of different films and yeah for for uh from production one i had to make a sh- shit ton of films and there was the one that he's talking about ghosted is literally someone being stood up yeah <laughs> on a date yeah and not knowing what happens after that and like just kind of like like the person dealing with that I, I honestly that to me the reason why i don't think that's like I don't like it doesn't stand out of my head is because that was what I like to call a bullshit movie that I made last second because it was due sometimes stuff like that can come out the best though I know no that, that's 100% true the, the like... balloon story I worked on <laughs> that was actually the one I came up with the quickest and I worked on the least but that's always the case where like your quickest work is always the best one yeah I can never explain why there there was a professor I had last semester that told me revising is super important that's and a I, lie. I, I completely disagree with That's that, actually. If you revise something long enough, you could actually ruin it. Yeah, like, there are songs... For example, Another One Love, I was like, oh my god, this song's too short, I need to add more. And mm-hmm. I added more, I was like, I hate the song. <laughs> so I took it out, I took everything I made, and I just made another song with it. That was Lullaby. Oh, really? Yeah. But, like... I, like it, the, that's why I tend to, like, wait till, like, the last second a lot of times to make it. Yeah, because no, like, some people definitely do yeah. work better that way. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you know, at least, like that's the best thing about like art that you can just whatever kind of story you can there's tell, no, you tell it. There's no um, time restriction on creating it or anything. Like if it's like well, a, sometimes there is. Well, yeah, but for you know, like an art piece can be 
something that you make in like five seconds and it can be amazing mm -hmm. you could splatter paint across a page you get you get paid 60 million dollars beautiful yeah mm -hmm. but then you can i don't know when you do something accidentally and you can't really explain that's the magic of it yeah it sometimes it can be amazing like that's like a risk but you it's know. well like i think there one of the last interviews petty did when he was alive he was talking to this guy and he asked him like where, where do you get a bunch of these songs like mm -hmm. where do they come from he's like it's like i don't know <laughs> nor do i question it because i feel if i question it then it just won't come to me anymore yeah like and that's that's the best that, that, yeah that's the best description that's true if you think about it too much that's when it loses you start messing up how you the process yeah yeah exactly and you know like i was i was explaining this to my uh, little niece because she kept asking me like because she heard future sense and she really liked it she called me she's like can we can we do a song together can, can we like work on something together i was like sure we could do so together <laughs> she'll forever be my biggest fan um your biggest fan <laughs> But I was like, yeah, man, sure. And um, and then what? Are we, we had a long conversation that day. But on Mother's Day, uh, she pulled me aside to just like, you know, jam out together. I was like, cool, okay. And um, and then she was like, I, I don't know. How, she's like, I was started working on this, but I just can't come up with lyrics. I just, I just don't know why. I'm like, well, just say the first things that come to your mind. Like whatever you're feeling, whatever your emotions are, just say them. Mm -hmm. Just put them out. Yeah, and then you get it, and then she's like, I, I don't know what to do. I was like, Here, look, I'll show you. Tell me what to play on guitar, and I'll show you how, where to start. So she's like, Okay, start playing guitar. I came up with the first two words, and then she just ran from there, and she just came up with this whole thing that was it was is really good. It's actually really good, and then she started like young getting teary eyed and stuff like that. She's like, I'm gonna try it out because it was something that came from the heart. It's yeah. something that she was feeling, something that she had to right. say and do, and I'll add on to what she was like singing about, and then we made like this beautiful kind of thing together yeah and cool. so yeah and that that's that's why when people say like i get so i get annoyed with people <laughs> more than usual but i get like that's not that's not news or anything but like i get annoyed with people when they they're like oh my god your guitar playing is amazing or like or like oh my god your lyrics are so good i'm like i don't think so like i i don't think it is i my guitar playing i think is very basic very common I think my lyrics are very basic, very common. Like, yeah, sometimes they're really deep and they're very nice. But, like, to me, it never seems that way because it just falls out of the mouth and just goes onto the page. Yeah, exactly. So, to me, I never see it as, like, this but crazy thing. I think the reason why so many people would say that is because you do write from the heart, yeah. usually. So, that's when people say your lyrics are really good it doesn't really necessarily mean they're deep in a metaphorical sense. And like, oh, wow, you need to learn so many vocabulary. <laughs> but you could tell that it's deep because it went deep into your heart. Well, when I, when I mean, what I mean by that, it I don't, mean, deep I don't mean necessarily that the song itself is deep or it's like smartly written. It's like, oh, symbolisms and yeah. all that stuff. Like I don't, I, yeah, like, I don't mean like anything like that. I just mean so like, like they look at us so like, oh, my God, that takes talent. That takes this. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't take that at all. Just write. Just, just literally the e the easiest thing to do is to become a writer. No offense. The easiest thing to do. It's true. Because all you do is just write. Just, just, just do it. Like there was some James Gunn did this. He he's always on Instagram just doing like a bunch of stuff and he did this like Q and A thing on Instagram. Yeah. 
It's like, whatever. And somebody asked him, it's like, oh, yeah, how do you deal with writer's block? It's like, you just write. Writer's block is just you having self-judgment of yourself. Or just laziness. That too. <laughs> Procrastination. <Yeah. laughs> Lethargicness. If you don't have a deadline on something too, like I've had this problem personally. Yeah. If you don't really have like someone telling you when to do this, like the limitations on how to do it, sometimes it's really hard to just manage the time all by yourself. Yeah. But, you know, other times you come up with this little thing and it turns out to be amazing. And it doesn't really have to do with time or, you know, you know, like sometimes things take time and sometimes they don't. For me, I don't know if this happens to you, but for me, like, there will be a lot of times where, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of times for me where, like, if I'm not writing, if I'm not playing, if I'm not doing something like that, I get, like, I don't want to say depressed, I, yeah, I get depressed, and, like, or, like, I'll get, like, very lethargic, it's like, oh, I don't want to get up, I don't want to do this, or, like, yeah. just because there's nothing that comes out, but once something does I, come out, I'm like, yeah. To me, the only time I get like that is just when I'm not talking to anyone. Like, I, there are a lot of times that I'm just like, I need to talk to someone right now. <laughs> like, I'm not doing anything. What am I doing? Like, and I just don't feel motivated at all to write or anything like that. Like, I already know, okay, I'm not going to write because whatever I write is probably just going to be like... Garbage. A, yeah, garbage. Like, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. Mood is something that always does matter when you're writing. Yeah. Like, if you're, not, if you're not in the mood... It's not gonna come out as good. If you're in the mood, it's gonna come out really good. That's that's why I try to only write when I have like these impulses. Like when something's really bothering me. Yeah. I'll 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 get I'll get it out and I'll just put everything out. Yeah. That's usually that's somehow sometimes that's how the best writing. Yeah, and then sometimes when I'm not exists. I'll, I've tried writing when I'm not in the mood, thinking that that'll put me in the right mood, or I could just sing myself out of the mood, or like yeah. write something myself out of my the mood, but. Yeah. It just doesn't work because I'll start it and I'll just be like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know, like, it, it just becomes a part of that thing where it's like, well, I'll get angry myself and I'll get depressed. So maybe, maybe I am Holden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that has to do with Holden, though. Holden had no idea who he was or who he wanted to be. And he didn't really know enough about the world to figure out something good for himself you definitely know what road you're on already (laughs) yeah that's true you have a lot of friends you're good at talking to people you're good at what you do i would say i don't know you're not you're not like holden (laughs) is what i'm saying i think i'm like sam i am if you have (laughs) (laughs) and and everyone's always like i do not like them sam i am (laughs) i do not like those green eggs and ham and you're just still like here, would you not like them here or there? there? <laughs> no. Don't, do not tell me you not like them anywhere. I do. I do not want them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. How about on a boat? Maybe you are you are more like Sam I am than you are like Holden. I will say friend. that. I'll be your I will say that right now. <laughs> that was the relationship Matthew and I had. That was the relationship Matthew and I had. <laughs> Tusk, how about in your house? How about I pay you to see Tusk? <laughs> Did you pay him to see Tusk? I don't think so. No. Okay. no, I got I got him. I forgot how the hell I got him into like the podcast. So I think 
And if I remember correctly, I think it no no no, no. <laughs> it was before. Oh, that. like listening to podcast. Yeah, yeah, like like oh, listen, like listen. listen to it. Yeah. Oh. He I actually. I had no idea, honestly. Really? I thought it was just a you thing. I thought so too. But no, he he actually will listen to it every once in a while. He listened to um, Fat Man. Yeah. Fat Man on Batman. Well, at the time it was Fat Man on Batman. Now yeah. it's now it's something else, but. I think it was around like when they were doing the Daredevil episodes. Like, dude, you have to really listen to Daredevil. Just, try, just please, just <laughs> in a car, in a house, on a boat, does a float? Yeah. On a train or a plane, please listen to Fat Man. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's. <laughs> oh okay. fuck! But what? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's... How many tried it and loved it? Huh? <laughs> he tried it. And he did. That's what yeah. I was saying. Like that was our relationship in high school. <laughs> Just That's me and no one is like, try it, try it, try it, just try it, just please try it, for the love of God, try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. What? Okay. The, what? The, what? <laughs> that's the one thing you do that's actually a correct representation of me. Everything else is pure. Let me explain. Okay, maybe that, that one too. But, um. Wait, hold on a second. You, you, you've clearly read more books than I have and more books than Austin has. Because Austin just, just started to read books. Um, you personally, what what would you like? What care? What characters would you say we are then? Like it, in like book four. Because you've read like a lot more books than I ever have. Well, I always say our friendship is like Charlie Brown and Linus. Yeah, that's true. And I would still say that just because. I don't know. I always kind of whenever I make a friend, I always kind of think of characters and not right away always, but usually it has to do with what we like a lot. Yeah, hundred so, percent. And whenever you do like something a lot. You start, like, you don't really notice or necessarily do it on purpose, but you start taking things from that character and yeah, doing them in real life. You start mimicking it. Yeah. Like, hey, man, welcome back to you. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, there is Kevin Smith in you, there's Charlie yeah. Brown in you. Yeah. There's maybe a little Lucy in you somewhere in there. Really? I think there's a little Lucy in all of us, honestly. <laughs> there's a little bitch inside all of us, I know it. <laughs> Pretty much. Even even Schultz said so. Like, some days he felt like Lucy more than any other character. Yeah. We kind of, like, have this connection with the artist that we kind of don't know that we have a connection with until we're already into this person's art. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you're already deep into Peanuts, and then once we saw, like, the documentary, it's like, oh, my God, it's almost the same person. Yeah. Minus well, the depression. Minus the mom dying. Right that too. Away. Like yeah. as a kid. Like, well, I'm not saying his everything mom, is the same. His mom literally telling him, this is the last time we're going to see each other. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, that, I, I don't know. Like, that's just, okay, he's Charlie Brown. He wins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he also made Charlie Brown, so there's a reason for that. Yeah, there's a reason he is the way that he is. There's a reason why the first strip ever is literally just kids saying how I hate him. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> the first strip, he doesn't say a word in the first strip. It's just him walking and it's like, huh, oh, there goes Charlie Brown. Good old Charlie Fuck him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that's why, that's, that's, um, Really, that's just a translation of what he's actually saying. Because yeah. as a kid, that's exactly what he means. Because cause they're innocent. They don't know that word yet. But to me, Peanuts is a great example of something that at one point or another, it works for everyone. Yeah. Because those issues that those kids have, mm-hmm. of course, are understandable for kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you know, Snoopy is cute and all that stuff, too. <laughs> but then adults look at it and they see Charlie Brown, like literally going through like holiday depression and stuff like that 
and they're like, oh, dang, like, this is way deeper than I thought it was as a kid. Yeah, like, you don't, like, at least for me, like, I didn't come to really appreciate Peanuts until I met you, and I started, like, looking at them, like, oh, my God. And the funny thing is, I didn't either. <laughs> so. I, I don't even know how we got onto that. I feel like so many of our moments, like, our friendship moments could literally just be us, like, on that wall with Charlie Brown and Linus, which is why I associate that with you so much, so. This podcast is literally just us on that wall talking. Yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, what, like, I think, honestly, my favorite strip, besides that first one, because it's so fucked up and funny as fuck, um, is, is, it's the one, it's the one that, uh, that I use for Future Sense. Yeah. Because that, that. That that's the one moment where I'm like, I'm, I'm Linus. Yeah. That that that's the one moment where I was like, I'm Linus, cause like, if you don't know, I released a song that has like, a pictured version of us on the wall, like Charlie yeah. Brown Linus, and it's from the strip that, uh, Charlie Brown looks at Linus and he asks him, it's like, what 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 do you, Did you think? Ever think about the future, Linus? Yeah, and Linus is like, oh, all the time. Yeah, he's like, oh yes, all the time. What do you think? Oh, I forgot what Charlie Brown asked. Was like, what do you think it would be like, or, or what do you, or what do you want to be when you're older? Yeah, he's like, what do you want to be in the future? And he's like, outrageously happy. That there, and it's not really like a comedy punchline. It's just kids. It's, it's just it's, it's people yeah, talking. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what age, you know. It's just that's to me that's like a successful thing, a that, successful medium. That's that's why I always loved Kevin Smith's movies so much because it's the same thing yeah sometimes you get a punchline but then other times it'll be just them talking it'll be the lasagna thing from clerks yeah well sure yeah <laughs> we'll go with that one yeah. i was gonna say because like i was watching reboot okay last night and because it's the first time i watched it probably since it it was released yeah and there's a lot of jokes in there where it's like oh okay <laughs> and you know like one scene a bunch of legitimate shit flies on Ku Klux Klan people and then the next scene is like this touching emotional moment with the two characters I'm like whenever I see Kevin Smith stuff I can't even think of like other audience members though for it like I feel like all of it is literally just made for you <laughs> like I'm the only one watching yeah pretty much like that's always my mentality like whenever I see a Kevin Smith thing uh-huh whether it be me trying to rewatch Clerks and literally everyone in my house going like, can yeah. we watch something else? Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking like, oh yeah, Raulito has this like memorized probably because like this is his life, like this is his hu- this is his sense of humor, or one of them at least, like yeah. one of his, com- one of the types of comedies he appreciates the most. Well, it's it's weird because it it falls into like this category of like movies. And the same the same sentiment goes for certain stand up comedians where yeah. I watch them not necessarily for the yucks like yeah I might laugh yeah and that's always a benefit but it's also because like in the movie itself there's conversations and even stand up comedy there's conversations that are being had that I think are meaningful to a bunch of people's lives and lessons that people can take from that mm-hmm. and. A, adapt into their own lives that's the reason why i wanted to be a journalist at first it's like oh yeah you're telling the truth but then i found that they, more they people, know tell the truth more people tell the truth through fiction and comedy than they do through... than they do in journalism at sometimes which obviously not all the time and sometimes you know journalism is really important fake news like i'm not trying to take away from that because like you know like look there are people out there that want to be journal- journalists it's imp- yeah like it's important and that's awesome 
But to me, at, at this point, reporting the news is, has not really been a thing since the early 1900s, maybe. <laughs> it's been more so about, like, who, who can get the news out there quicker, right. faster, and better. Right now, I'm reading a Lois Lane miniseries, which uh-huh. is, like, the first comic I've read in a while. Oh, wow. And it's really good, because it's talking about, like, real things, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, since it's Lois Lane, it's, like... Oh, it's just like it's it's, it's just like it can Lois be Lane. it can be more emotional about it and like you can see her process like it talks about like uh, like a family that was like separated like families that were separated and stuff yeah. like that and how she knows like really big secrets but it's like grounded in reality so much that you're like oh dang like this is really good a re- that's what that's one of the reasons why I liked music because you can say any kind of story you want yeah. And it can mean anything to you, but it can mean something else to somebody else. And you're just speaking your truth mm-hmm. to what you think it's true. Also, well, not all the times, because you know, there's some people out there like WAP. <laughs> but then you know, a, a bunch of other times, you know, you have songs that are just like super. Because there are some people that just like, this is my understanding of it at least. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't really be. I like I feel like it's hard for me to place myself in their shoes when it comes to like oh yeah like. Like, songs like that are fun. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I will say, I, like, what I, what I think they're mm-hmm. trying to, like, the, what I think, the way they see the world is that they're, like, they're, they read, like, the vibes in a certain thing. So, like, with WAP or whatever. Yeah, like, for example. It's like, like oh, yeah, like, this is... This song has such good vibes, or whatever. Well, yeah, like like, I, like, like that's like for example with Dave, that's that's literally David. That, <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't give two shits about lyrics. He gives more. He cares more about the certain vibe and feeling you get from the song, yeah. more so than anything else. Yeah. So like you know, it, I, it's I understand that though. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, it's just. But it, I feel like there's there's even a less. There's something I understand less. There's like a level below David, that it's people that. Like, they just like something pretty much because everyone else likes it. Oh, and we know people like that. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Like, that's what I can't really... To me, I've always been like... Well, I kind of The only reason you like that is just because everyone likes it. Like, that's so boring. Like, I, it is boring, and... But, I but feel, there's I, plenty I could, more I, to do. <laughs> but I can understand why. I feel the reason... And I think we both... Well, it gives them more to talk about with other people, too. Well, I, I was going to say more so is because, like... They like looking for an identity, so if they see that everyone likes it, so they're like, oh, maybe I should like it too then because everyone likes it, and it just becomes part of their identity. Yeah, I guess so. But, but me, that's that's how I always saw. To me, isn't it? I don't know. Isn't it way more individual to do something that no one else is doing? Like I, I've always thought so. Like make get something you really like that no one else is doing and turn it into your thing. Yeah. Like to me, that's. How more indi- how much more like individual? How much, how much, how much more how much more of, of an identity would you have? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's the thing. They like <clears throat> they won't they will never f- get that until they find that thing that kind of like transforms yeah. that. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out a good way to the kickstarts it. Yeah. They're like, the I don't know. Like to me, that's why. Like I liked Batman a lot at first. Mm-hmm. I guess it was for a reason. Like, no one else in my school liked it, but a lot of other people obviously liked Batman. Like, it's Batman's like probably most people's favorite superhero. Oh, I'd say I'd say it's like Batman. Batman Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, and 
you know, ba- I always say Batman is like the gateway drug to DC because everyone kind of has a Batman phase, and yeah. then they kind of look they at- watch Dark Knight. Sometimes they stay with Batman, but a lot of DC fans like they start going like, "Oh wow, like Green Arrow is Batman, but Green. way more interesting," <laughs> and he's yeah. not always like angry and or depressed or talking about his parents yeah Yeah, but you know arrow pretty much just made him batman but (laughs) he made they made him hot teen girl appealing i find it funny that 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 their selling point for the show was just him doing salmon ladders yeah that's (laughs) he's just working out what the fuck's the arrows man the show's called arrow show me an arrow for the love of god show me one arrow that's all i ask well there are arrows in it yeah but i'm saying i'm saying like for like when they're promoting the show at the beginning it's just him working now. I'm like, is, is there nothing else you could show us <laughs> besides this? Yeah, besides this man, this jacked of man, yeah, working out. But then I feel like this is kind of going back to other stuff we've talked about too. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I went when I was really into Batman. I read Batman Hush, and there was a scene with Superman in it, and I was like, oh dang! Like Superman used to be my favorite superhero, like ever. He used to be my favorite character ever. Yeah. Like, I was Superman for Halloween. Was well, like one of my first costumes and like. You know, like, I wanted to be Superman when I was a little kid. Yeah. And then I took that passion and I put it into, like, the best Superman stories I know. Because as a kid, I was, or, like, as a teenager, I guess, I was, like, I started looking <laughs> at all the, like, critically acclaimed Superman stuff. I started looking at Superman stuff just by myself, <laughs> judging it for myself, like, seeing, oh, wow, no one likes this, but it's actually amazing. Right. And, you know, that's yeah. that I feel like that's why Superman is very interesting. When it, when it comes to me by myself, mm-hmm. I would say the character I'm the most like is probably Superman. Like I know that's not surprising for you to hear at all. <laughs> no, but, it's true. I, I, but I see that. It, like it's not just Superman. It's like all parts that come with it. It's, yeah, you you are a boy scout. It's, it's the you're Clark Kent. It's the dude that just wants to do the right thing from Kansas. It's not yeah. the alien god from outer space that wants to be a dictator that you know cuz that's what most people think of when they think of Superman. But when I think of Superman, I think of the little hair. I just think of myself, honestly. <laughs> like I just associate Superman with things that matter to me and not just you know like him as a superhero like that matters to me but morals and yeah. trying to help people like that's what matters to me see but that's why i like superman but going back to the original conversation superman to me at least has always been the one to keep the innocence pure yeah like he does what i do pretty much <laughs> that's why i'm like yeah i'm like superman pretty much yeah I'm more like Clark Kent. That, like, I want to say that, but to like I, as a Superman fan, I'm like, Superman is Clark Kent. But, you know, he's a writer. That's another thing. That's, That's thing. one thing yeah, that he has in common. Yeah. You know. So, whenever people write Superman, as I say, in the right way. <laughs> yes. Which is like, when he's uplifting, when mm-hmm. his stories are uplifting, when he's a writer, when he's right. doing the right thing, when he thinks before he punches pretty much <laughs> um you know like to me that's what a good superman story is right with these with these latest movies and now everyone's like hating on wb for some reason I'm like wb uh, wb gave us the superman animated series wait what why are they hating because they, they're like oh yeah he was the, the wb was restricting Zack snyder to to do his full vision like oh you mean warner brothers yeah okay yeah warner brothers Sorry, usually when you say WB, I just think of, like, the animated stuff. I'm like, oh, no. 
But, yeah, Warner Brothers gave us, like, the best Superman stuff. So when people are like, oh, yeah, Warner Brothers just restricted Zack Snyder, I'm like... Time out. I don't think it was Warner Brothers. Cause isn't another company that, that, that helps no, out? No, everyone's just... Everyone recently has been blaming Warner Brothers. Well, no, because didn't, D, didn't AT&T buy DC? Did they? Yeah. I I, I'm pretty sure it was... Eight, I, know, I know one of those companies bought DC. I'm pretty sure it was AT&T. And, uh, yeah, like, this is old news, though. And, um... And remember, remember, like they, like it was like a huge thing because they're they're gonna stop selling like certain comics, yeah, physically, and they released a bunch of people. Like they fired a bunch of people, let them go. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And and I think they it they're also says, a big part of Warner Brothers owns DC. Yeah, but that's it. Did you? Yeah, but put put AT and T and DC in there. I think it's just Warner Brothers. No, but it, well, what's the thing that's in the beginning? Yeah, wait. Was, was acquired by AT&T in the spring. I guess they do. They, I don't know. Oh. To me, Warner Brothers owns DC. Because they're the ones that directly oversee what happens. So everyone's just blaming it on like I, Warner Brothers. And I'm just like... Well, hold on. Do you really want to fight for the Zack Snyder... Like for the DCEU movies that aren't really that good? Well, hold on. Or hold do you want to fight for the best Superman stories that have pretty much ever been told? Which are... Hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. First of all, let, let me... Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, hold on a second there, but First of all, there, in Warner Brothers, there's different departments with different heads in there. Yeah. You know, you have the person... They have the people that run the animated films and the shows on the stuff, and they do a great job. Yeah. And there are people that make Man of Steel. I don't think... I think it's more Warner Brothers. It's like, yeah, make it more Christopher Nolan because, you know, that's what... That's what the, that was the excess, success of... Um, Dark Knight. But that was also Zack Snyder's vision. Too. Like, I see all the dark stuff and Christopher Nolan-like stuff. I, to me, I associate that with Zack Snyder, not Warner I think I think the whole Zack Snyder thing was more so not even because, like, oh my god, this is gonna be so amazing. I think it was just more so, like, he, he was, he really messed up. Not, not my bad. He didn't mess up, but, like, he was in a, such a messed up situation. Yeah, yeah. So to for sure. so to deny him of his vision is kind yeah, of also yeah. messed up. So but I, I it, don't think they're doing doing it for like of how much excitement that there are. There is I was it. happy with him as a creator, but there are legitimately some people that are like the Snyder Cut was amazing. Like they they don't even have their critical eye on. They're just like it was amazing because we got it, and they just and they try and like talk about how awesome it was. Well, if you just know, because of they only look at the positive things from it, pretty much. Well, look if you noticed, and I enjoyed watching it, but it was like you know I don't want more of that. <laughs> like I, I'm glad we got it. Let's well, move on. But now. the things like this is the second time I'm pretty sure that they changed something due to fans' opinion. For example, I think the first one that comes to mind is the Sonic thing with the first trailer oh, came yeah, out, yeah, 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 yeah. and everyone was saying like, "What the hell is that? Yeah, change it, change it now." It. And they changed it. That was cool. And then. And then now with this the snare cut, everyone asks for it and they're like, okay. Yeah. Like, they're finally listening to us. But that's also dangerous, though. Oh, extremely. Because then you get people who are really ignorant in how it, what we, in what it takes to make something. And not just a movie, but, like, just a story. Yeah, but then you They're like, oh, put, I don't know, like, put all the Spider-Man characters from every Spider-Man movie in this next Spider-Man movie. You know what, though? And I, <laughs> I would rather take that than Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker ever again. Really? Yeah. Notice. Just notice this. Force Awakens, the one that literally copied and pasted A New Hope 
<laughs> like basically the meme of like, hey, can I, can I copy your homework? Yeah, that started pretty much from that. Yeah. Um, the wor- It was the worst, the worst ones. The worst Star Wars movies were the ones that, that, that literally Ryan Johnson was like, I'm not going to do what the fans want me to do. I'm going to do what Ryan wants to do. <laughs> and you're a piece of shit, Ryan, for doing that shit. Because it, was, it, it came out bad. The only redeemable quality was the one Yoda scene in Last Jedi. That was the only thing. So, like... I, 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 the soundtrack was also pretty good. Yeah, but anything John Williams touches is great. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> but I was kind of disappointed with episode 9, though. The soundtrack. Yeah. It was literally just... It was just playing the greatest hits. It was just, yeah, it was just old songs. There was, like, no new songs. But... There were no new songs. But I think my point is saying, like, for something like that, like a franchise, like, whether it be DC... Star Wars, Marvel. I think Marvel has it down pat where they bring in enough creativity in it and different and things to differentiate and enough fan service yeah. so there could be a good equilibrium. Yeah. You can't you can't go one way strictly one way or the other way because not you're going to lose everybody. Yeah. And I definitely feel like Marvel is one of those things that when we complain <laughs> about it it's like super nitpicky stuff like even with like that formula, like even if it's like with like the quote unquote MCU formula, like mm-hmm. oh like I don't know, like everything kind of feels like it's the same just because it's all the MCU. Yeah. But it's really not. Like you get different things all the time. You get and it's like yeah. all the it's always like really well told in yeah. new and unique ways. Like listen, so. we all know what's gonna happen. The, there's a bad guy. The good guys are gonna fight the bad guys. In the middle part, the bad it seems gonna be like the bad guys winning. But then something's going to motivate the good guys in order to defeat the bad guys. They fight the bad guy. They defeat the bad guy. Happy ending. Tease the next movie. Yeah. It's all the same shit, but they find ways to make it enjoyable inside of it. Yeah. Which is why Infinity War was like such a game changer. Because at the end, it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, they won. And then that was like, time back, uh, going back in time. He put the reverse card on there. He's like, <laughs> yeah. nope. Oh my gosh, that was so awesome. That was crazy. Oh, God. I love how in the first episode we're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to talk about comics and stuff. No, we'll like, talk about it. That's our lives. Yeah. But, like, it, it, it has to do with the conversation we're having yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But, like... We're talking about qualities and stories. And stuff. <laughs> it's not just... It's I, not just the news or whatever. It's, yeah, like, uh, with, with, with the MCU, honestly, for me, I think those are the movies that... Because I kept trying to think early on when I was younger, it's like, Will we ever have a Star Wars of our own? Will we ever get our own E.T. Indiana Jones? Like, will we yeah. ever get like these iconic movies? And we do. Hey man, so we went a little too overboard on this episode and we just talked for way too long. So we're going to cut it off here and then if you want to listen to the rest of the conversation, it's in the next episode. You know, if you like what you listen and you want to follow us, uh, you can follow me at, on Instagram at Nick underscore R underscore F. And you can follow me at D-Y-M-O-U-R-E underscore art. And I'm Nicholas Rodriguez Fernandez. I'm Dylan Mode. Find out what happens next week. Same pod time, same pod chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. A little, a little cheesiness. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A little comic book time. Yeah, too much comic book time <laughs> in this episode. <laughs>